Hello, and welcome to Ask the Expert. My name is Sandy Minardi from Sandman Financial. If at any point during this show you have some questions, please feel free. Give us a call at 918-232-7665, or you can always visit online at sandman.financial, S-A-N-D, dot financial no dot com after it we have recently updated our website with a lot of great information and while you're there you might want to click on the radio page to check out past shows or subscribe to our podcast it is available on google play apple podcast or spotify that should make it really easy for anyone that's interested in finding our podcast and listening to some other episodes One of the things that we're most passionate about on this show is sharing information and insights with folks who are on their retirement journey. After all, along the way, you have a lot of decisions to make. We usually focus on people who are approaching retirement or might already be there, but this week's show is going to focus on financial tips for younger workers. The inspiration for this show came from a number of comments I've received from clients who are parents and grandparents. The comments usually fall somewhere along the line of, boy, I wish my daughter was taking her 401k more seriously so she wouldn't have to work as long as I have. Or I wish my grandson knew more about finances so he wouldn't end up making some of the mistakes I made when I was his age. Today, We're going to help with that a little bit, especially because we have a new team member, Elizabeth Bechtel, who is poised to help younger adults get started with financial strategies and decisions for their families. But before we get into our financial tips for younger workers, let me introduce my faithful co-host, Tom Davis. Hey, Tom, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing fine, Sandy. Thank you very, very much. You know, I think we've really chosen a great topic today, and I'm pretty excited that Elizabeth is focusing on younger workers. I'm particularly struck by the notion of helping the younger people we care about avoid some of the financial mistakes that we've made along the way. You know, when I think about some of the money mistakes I've made when I was young, well, let's just say I wouldn't mind having Doc Brown send me back, oh, 20, 30 years ago in his DeLorean, start all over again a time or two. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. But, you know, I I guess until... Time travel comes around, Tom. We'll have to sell for the good old-fashioned way of doing this <laughs> as education, right? Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. I reviewed a pretty good article in Investopedia. It's called Eight Financial Tips for Young Adults, and it does provide some good information that we are going to use and kind of use as a guideline for our show today. So let's get into it. All right, sounds good. The first piece of advice from the article is to learn self-control. When we're kids, most of us learn self-control in terms of, you know, when we talk in class or how many cookies can we eat when they first come out of the oven or when we go to bed. But it's just as important to learn financial self-control. That's a great point because when we get older and we're making a regular salary, we have to learn instant gratification can get us into a lot of trouble if we start buying whatever we want with our credit cards. Oh, it's absolutely right, Tom. I I know my kids work so hard to get through college. They're ready to, you know, splurge on themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. But saving up for the latest electronics or PlayStation, whatever, rather than putting it on plastic is going to be so helpful in the long run. 
remember if putting on okay this is going to be really bizarre if putting gadgets jeans and sushi on credit cards become a regular part of your life you could end up paying for those things many years in the future i mean you know that sushi that you bought that maybe you spent twenty dollars for mm-hmm. think about if you add interest to that maybe that sushi dinner some days you're paying 30 bucks for it i don't know mm-hmm. so Start your habits out soundly with self-control. You know, I I do know plenty of other people who have said this, Sandy, but uh, wouldn't it be great if every high school student had to pass a basic personal finance class before they graduated? So many of the common financial mistakes young people make could be avoided if they just had a little more basic understanding of money. For sure, Tom. We should note, though, that, you know, even though I kind of made some disparaging comments about credit cards, they are a financial tool that most people will have to use, at least from some time to time. And you can be strategic on how you use them. Don't just go get sushi and not pay it off, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, pay cash for it. So, for example, if you select a card that has good achievable rewards, perhaps like, I don't know, frequent flyer miles, cash rewards, or ideally there are even some that have 0% interest, then always pay your balance in full when the bill hits your inbox. And don't carry more cards than you can keep track of or pay off every month. Not relying too heavily on credit cards is such a valuable financial life lesson, Sandy. Credit cards are, as you said, a valuable tool for emergency situations, and they can also help you build credit. But it's crucial not to abuse them. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. The next point I want to share is to control your own financial future. Ultimately, if you don't take control of your money, somebody else will. And they might not have your best interest in mind. In fact, some people out there are promoting themselves as financial experts. They might be looking to rip you off. That's one idea. But to break it back down to the, let's say, the electronic purchase I mentioned a while ago, even things like extended warranty plans. If you've ever heard of Clark Howard, he warns people, don't purchase those. They're, they're kind of a ripoff. Those little things can add up as well. So maybe a couple of good books to read on personal finance might help educate someone on how to stay smart with budgeting, right? For sure. For sure. Here's one. Know where your money is going. It sounds like a simple thing, but it's absolutely essential. If you stop every morning on your way to work for, I don't know, a bagel and coffee, you might not really notice the daily expense. But if you plug it into a budget over time, you would see how quickly it adds up. In a way, your mind can play tricks on you. Every morning when you're in line for coffee and a bagel, you tell yourself, hey, it's only six bucks. But your mind Mm -hmm. isn't factoring in that yesterday's six bucks and tomorrow's six bucks and so on. I know. That's that's a good analogy, Tom. So, okay, think about this. If you decided, let's say, to splurge one time a week instead of five days a week on that bagel and coffee, you'd only spend 25 or 30 bucks a month probably. Mm-hmm. But you could take that money on the other four days of the week and put it in an envelope. And guess what? At the end of the month, you'd have about 125 to 150 bucks towards your emergency fund. Wow. Just from watching the small stuff. That's amazing. I know it. I know it. And when it comes to budgeting, I've had older clients tell me they wish their children and grandchildren would sacrifice a little bit more in their younger years to be able to enjoy a stronger lifestyle in their later years. How about, I don't know, renting a more modest apartment when you're 25? It may put you in a better position to be in your dream home when you're 50. 
Now, next piece of advice, it really applies to everyone. And I just mentioned it, no matter where you are in life or on your journey to retirement, it's important to have an emergency fund. I get it. If you have credit card debt, student loan debt, and aren't making much money, it's incredibly difficult to build a substantial emergency fund. But it's still important to save money, even if it's only a few bucks, like our you know, bagel and coffee example. Ultimately, having money socked away for an emergency may help you avoid going further into debt to cover a car repair or even something fun like an airplane ticket for a friend's unexpected destination wedding. Well, that's a great reminder. And speaking of, I'm reminded that we'd better take a break. So we'll be right back, everyone, with more financial advice for younger workers. Welcome back to Ask the Expert. My name is Sandy Minardi from Sandman Financial. If you'd like more information about what you hear on the show today, please give me a call at 918-232-7665, or you can always visit online at sandman.financial. While you're visiting our website, click on that radio page and check out past shows and subscribe at either Google Play, Apple, or Spotify. Our podcast, gosh, other episodes have covered things like basics of life insurance, how to plan for retirement, or 401k rollovers, and lots more. We've got a year's worth of episodes there. During today's show, we've been offering financial advice to younger people. The inspiration for today's program came when I thought back to a number of times my clients have mentioned they wish their children and grandchildren had the financial knowledge to avoid some of the common financial missteps that young people often make. You know, and I think this has been a great show so far today, Sandy. Like we've mentioned during the first segment, many people who are well into their careers probably look back to some of the financial decisions they made in their teens and 20s and just, you know, cringe. Uh, Yeah, heck, I know I do. So up next, we usually... Don't make it this far into the show without mentioning this, but it's time to start saving for retirement. Hmm. Retirement isn't a process that should begin when you turn 50. It does for a lot of folks, and that's okay, too. But just think about if you could start sooner when you first enter the workforce, think how much better your chances are of reaching your retirement savings goal. You should be taking full advantage of your company's retirement plan if you are blessed enough to have one that has that because you get to put in pre-tax dollars and companies, they'll often even match part of the contribution. Ah, yes, and we've mentioned that before. I know people in their 60s getting ready for retirement. It's exciting, but it's stressful as they wonder just whether they're going to have enough income they'll need to maintain their preferred lifestyle. Now, if you begin saving for retirement when you're early in your career, I suspect you may be able to help yourself avoid some of that stress. Oh, definitely. When it comes to setting aside assets to provide yourself with resources during your retirement, a great potential first step is maxing out your 401k. As as we noted earlier, the beauty of a 401k is you don't pay taxes on the gains until you reach retirement. If it suits your financial strategy better, you can also utilize a retirement savings tool that allows you to go ahead and pay taxes immediately 
especially right now while taxes are in the historical low environment, rather than later in life when your income and possibly taxes might be higher. It seems like the 401ks uh, often get a lot of attention when it comes to retirement planning, but IRAs are often just as crucial. Isn't that right, Sandy? That's absolutely right, Tom. When it comes to uh, younger workers allocating their assets for the future, IRAs may be a powerful addition to their financial strategy. Now, while IRA caps are lower than those for 401ks, they might provide greater flexibility over the types of investments in your account. If your company doesn't provide a 401k match, one strategy might be to max out an IRA yearly and then allocate your remaining money to your 401k. I mean, that's one idea. Or if you're self-employed, there are still even other options that you can look at to put a savings plan in place for your future. I think exploring IRAs or some of these other options is a great reason to meet with an experienced financial service professional, you know, like Sandy Minardi, because they may be well positioned to help you first define your goals and then craft a strategy to get there. Uh, thanks for that not-so-subtle plug there, Tom. You're, I appreciate that. So, <laughs> when it comes to creating a strategy to build for a far-off retirement, working closely with a financial services professional can be, man, one of the best decisions you make, Tom. It can be a great education for you. So another great retirement step you can take while you're still in your 20s or maybe early 30s is paying off debt. Think of it as investing in yourself. And with this strategy, you should laser focus paying off high interest debt first. After all, what good does saving for retirement do when you're simultaneously paying high interest rates on things like credit cards? Think about this. If you can pay off your student loans in less than 10 years, you should put much of your energy into doing that. Once you've achieved that goal, your financial strategy has more flexibility to focus on other things like retirement. And for many paying off student loans in less than 10 years, well, it probably seems daunting. But if you can pull it off, your whole financial future changes, doesn't it, Sandy? I sure believe it does. I, you know, I've heard uh, Dave Ramsey talk about how important it is to put your money to work for you mm. instead of someone else. And, you know, I just love that theory. We talked earlier about emergency funds. You just really need to keep some cash on hand. The reason is simply that you can't take money out of your retirement accounts without paying a potential nasty financial penalty. Mm. Like, for instance, in the case of your 401k, a lot of companies, you can temporarily take a loan out penalty free, but you got to pay that money back. So working towards an emergency fund that would cover, I don't know, three to six months of your living expenses, it's really a smart move. When the dreaded check engine light comes on, knowing that you have the cash to handle it, rather than using the plastic or borrowing money, it is such a great feeling, Sandy. Oh, gosh, I am right there with you, Tom. Another way to prepare for retirement when you're a young worker is to be more aggressive in allocating your money. Now, as we've noted before on this show, we avoid getting into specifics about investing because there's just mm -hmm. way too many nuances and factors that deserve time and attention, and everybody's different. However, in your 20s, just kind of generally speaking, that would be more of the right time to be aggressive in terms of your allocations because you have the time to ride out the market's inevitable ups and downs. So true, Sandy. I know that when we've talked before that when you're younger, that runway to recover is longer. But as you get closer to retirement, the runway gets shorter. 
and you can't sustain big losses. Okay, so one last bit of advice. Make saving money automatic. This is a great one, especially when you're young. Um, they, you know, you have largely kind of grown up if you're younger with that robust technology right in the palm of your hand. This is pretty easy for mm-hmm. you to grasp when you're young. So get in touch with your company's human resources department and get rolling on the paperwork that will automatically take money from your paycheck and place it in your 401k or IRA. And again, if you're young and don't have a family yet, consider pushing those contributions as high as you can. Trust me, you will thank yourself later for doing that. And I think the other benefit of utilizing automatic payments is that you almost forget about them. I mean, you get used to what your paycheck looks like after the automatic deduction. And so you just build your budget around that amount. Sometimes out of sight, out of mind isn't such a bad idea, Sandy. Oh, isn't that the truth? I know. So doing that at the start of your career, it makes it a whole lot easier to kind of get in that habit. Oh, for sure. And, you know, this has been just so good to focus on these ideas for young adults. But, well, again, we're out of time. Any closing thoughts? You know, if you implement some of these ideas, be proud of yourself. I mean, by building a retirement strategy when you're still in your 20s, you're setting yourself up for the kind of retirement you truly want. And your mom and your grandmother would be proud of you. (laughs) When, When you're approaching retirement, you can see it as a time of tremendous excitement instead of stress. I might add, if you are that parent or grandparent and think that this might be good info for your kids or your grands, tell them to look up this episode on the Sandman Financial Podcast. It's titled Financial Tips for Younger Workers. It's on Google, Apple, or Spotify. And Elizabeth, I mentioned Elizabeth Bechtel, she's ready to help them get started putting plans in place to secure their future. So from young workers and families to retire and even to help navigate Medicare, Sandman Financial is poised to help folks. Give us a call at 918-232-7665 or visit our website, sandman.financial, to set up a complimentary consultation today. Oh, hey, sorry, Tom. One last little plug. Okay. Come see us this next weekend (laughs) at the Farm and Home Show in Coffeeville, okay? All righty. That's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. We'll be there. Thanks, Sandy. And this concludes this week's Ask the Expert with Sandy Minardi from Sandman Financial and me, your co-host, Tom Davis. Hey, take care, stay healthy, and God bless you. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Sandman Financial and staff. Our firm does not provide legal or tax advice, and you should consult the appropriate professional for such advice. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Sandman Financial makes no representation as to its accuracy or its completeness. This commercial shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or advisory services to residents of any state other than where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Sandman Financial is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.